You're listening to The Larry Fedoric Show on News Talk 610 CKTB and online at 610CKTB.com. There's a story we've been talking about for the last day or so. Many people have. Uh, the fish you think you're getting is not the fish you are getting. Oceana Canada is a leading ocean advocacy organization. And they released this report, uh, alarming rates of seafood fraud in Canada at retailers and restaurants. Our guest is with Oceana Canada seafood fraud campaigner, Julia Levin, joining us. Hello, Julia. Hi, Larry. Thanks for having me on your show. Thanks for coming on. What an incredible, incredible report and story. Talk about first the samples that you gathered, because there were many, there were retailers, there were restaurants, and it was across Canada. Exactly. We tested almost 400 samples from five cities across the country, and we tested from both restaurants and grocery stores. Um, And we found that of those 400 samples, 44% were mislabeled. In other words, if it says sea bass, it may not be, for example. Exactly. Instead of sea bass, we found Asian catfish. Um, other examples were tilapia, sold as snapper, havoc, sold as cod, and escalar, sold as butterfish and white tuna. Wow. Cause, and that, there's one fish, tuna. People will go, well, I know what tuna tastes like. You could not get tuna by me or fake tuna, but this escalar, and escalar is not good, is it? No, I'm not sure if you've heard, but it also goes by the laxative of the sea. So it's not something you want to be eating. It's actually banned from sale in certain countries, including Japan. Um, but here in Canada, we're eating it under the, under the name white tuna. Now, I want to be clear on this. So if you're getting white tuna, it's not like a piece of escalar actually slipped in with the other five pieces. The whole thing might be escalar? In, in 10 of the 15 samples of white tuna, it was actually the whole dish was, was in fact, escalar. In butterfish, um, for the 10 samples that were labeled butterfish, all 10 of them were escalar. And this is something that's been found by other studies, both in Canada and the United States. And how do people get away with this, I guess, is the first question. What's important to understand about seafood is that the, it follows a very complex journey all the way from where it's caught to the final point of sale. And about 80% of the seafood we eat in Canada is imported. Some of that might have originally been fished in Canadian waters, but then is sent to another country to be processed. And there, all of, its, all, of its, all of its distinguishing features are stripped away. So it's really hard to tell, once you have a fillet, what the species is. So by the time that fish travels through the supply chain and gets to your plate, um, there's been very little accountability throughout that supply chain. And that's why we see such high rates of mislabeling. Is part of the thing to consumers that may not know a sole from a sea bass from a tilapia? Consumer education is an important facet, but in this case, it's impossible for consumers to rely on their knowledge. Um, Even marine biologists can't tell between those species once it's filleted and prepared on a dish in front of them. You actually need to do something like what we did, which is DNA barcoding, in order to tell what species it is. So this is not something that we can put the onus on consumers to solve. What we really need is for the Canadian government, specifically the Canadian Food Inspection Agency, to put in place a set of requirements called full-chain boat-to-plate traceability requirements that would track seafood as it moves through that long supply chain. That sounds very difficult to do by what you just described, though. It does sound difficult, and it is complex, 
But other jurisdictions, including the European Union, have implemented traceability, full-chain boat-to-plate traceability, and we've seen it works. The seafood fraud rates fell dramatically once those regulations went into place. So it's possible in a place like the European Union, it's certainly feasible in Canada. Yeah, and I guess, too, uh, for retailers, like, for example, I know that for years tilapia was, you know, suspected as being replaced with everything, and now they actually sell tilapia as tilapia, and that's fine. I don't mind that. It's, it's, I'll eat it. It's delicious, right? As long as I know what it is. Exactly. There's, um, it's, it's the misleading along the supply chain that's the problem. And an, an associated problem is the lack of um, labeling that we have in Canada. For example, um, tilapia can be farmed in ways that are quite responsible, or it can be farmed in ways that use antibiotics and aquaculture chemicals that you might not want to be exposing yourself to. In order to know, to make that choice, you need to know um, the scientific name of the species, where it comes from, and how it was farmed. And all those pieces of information are currently missing, and we need traceability requirements in place, paired with comprehensive labeling requirements, in order for consumers to be able to make decisions that protect their health, their wallets, and our oceans. So are we at the mercy, though, of the regulation of whatever country the processing goes on in? Um, in part, we might be at the mercy of those countries, but... But if we had um, proper traceability requirements, then we could do proper screening. For example, at the point of import um, into Canada, there are certain species-specific health screenings that happen to make sure that anything that's been imported into the country passes um, certain health standards. But if at the point of import your tilapia is called snapper, then it won't undergo those species-specific health screenings that tilapia is supposed to be subjected to. Oh, I see. Okay. So you are in this report, and I know you've called on the Canadian Food Inspection Agency to implement this, what did you call it, boat-to-plate traceability? Exactly. Yeah. So you're not exactly faulting the retailers and the restaurants. Are they their uh, victims of this too, uh, maybe? Absolutely. We're in no way casting blame at the final point of sale. That's just where we have access to testing. Um, seafood fraud mislabeling can happen anywhere along that very long supply chain, and without proper transparency, there's no way of keeping all the players accountable. And you're saying that the EU has already kind of tried to put this forth, or they have a system that is it working? They've successfully put in a system um, that, that tracks seafood as it moves through the supply chain with stringent labeling requirements, and it really is working. Seafood fraud rates have fallen, and they have um, strong regulations in place to make sure that illegally caught fish aren't entering the European market. Whereas in Canada, we don't have those same protections that ensure that illegally caught products are not making their way onto our plates. Okay, so if I'm if I'm upset about this, and I am, by the way, but if I, I, I go to my MP or I write to the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. I don't write to Captain Highliner, in other words. I, um, I would encourage you and your listeners to, to help us advocate to the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. We have a petition on our website at oceana.ca slash stopseafoodfraud. I'd also encourage you for sure to get um, in touch with your MP. It's not a bad thing to reach out to seafood businesses and tell them that you care as well, um, that all of those fronts are helpful. But in order to make sure that the seafood that Canadians eat anywhere in the country is safe, 
legally caught and honestly labeled, we really need these requirements that apply to every business and not just go after a few. So if the Canadian Food Inspection Agency gets involved, it's not only the proper labeling, but those other things you talked about, about um, the, the way the way fish is farmed and the way it's packaged and any, you know, any uh, uh, additives that go in and everything, they could look after that as well. They could look after that as well. What we're calling for is a comprehensive tracking system in which information is attached to the fish from the moment it leaves the water at every step throughout the supply chain to the point of final sale. Um, but there's other things that the CFIA is looking at in terms of its role as a, as a health um, agency as well. All right. So give me your website again where people can find this petition, please. Oceana.ca slash stop seafood fraud. Wow. What an eye-opening story. Uh, terrific research. Julia, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Larry. Julia Levin, Oceana Canada's seafood fraud campaigner.